0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash themoviewave. Over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. audibletrial.com slash wave. Can I help you
1: find something?
0: Sure, I'm not having a ton of luck
1: here. Is this something for work? No, it's a special occasion. It's not a formal occasion. I'm looking for something chic, clean but also a bit edgy. Okay, we have some adorable new dresses that just came in. Yeah, do you have uh, Mark Jacobs? Uh, no, I don't think we have that one. Mm. I'm going to a rock concert with an old flame. I think there's a chance we may reconnect. Let's show him what he's been missing. No, he's seen me recently, he knows. But his wife hasn't seen me in a while, so... Well... It's the end of my shift, and my son has to be picked up from school. So I'm just going to send over another associate. She's up on all the trends.
2: Shauna? It's time to dive in the dirty waters of film criticism. Tricycle Radio presents The Movie Wave with Sergio Calvo.
0: Hello and welcome to the Movie Wave podcast. I am Sergio Calvo, Motion Arts Editor of Tricycle. Uh, Joining the show today we have uh, film critic Susanna Marchant. Hello, Susanna.
2: Hello there. Hello.
0: And film and television critic Mark Granger. Hello. (laughs) It's it's episode 19, if I got the numbers right. And in this episode we're going to be talking about Jason Reitman's black comedy Young Adult. Uh, But before we get there, as as always, we will talk about the films that we've been watching, so let's start with Susanna. What have you been watching, Susanna?
2: I, unfortunately, haven't had much time to do, to, to see anything, so I only went to see um, The Hunger Games recently.
0: And you and have I uh, wrote a- Yes, you have an article on the Tricycle.
2: I wrote website. a review which you can read <laughs> online <Yes. laughs> on the Tricycle website.
0: <laughs> so if you, if you want to find out what Susanna thinks of the Hunger Games, just go to <laughs> tricycle.co.uk and read it. Make the effort. Just <laughs> a few clicks. Well, there, is, there is this joke uh, circulating on the internet that you probably heard. Uh, how, how do they call the Hunger Games in France? I don't know. I, I know it.
3: <laughs> it's a battle royale with cheese. Oh,
2: That's oh, yeah. right.
0: <laughs> I w- I wanted to I wanted to see it, but uh, I th- I think the trailer put me off a bit. Uh, I th- it, it has to do with the look of the the the, the look of the film. It's a, for for me it looked a bit like TV. Uh
2: huh.
0: And I, also the posters the the poster, the posters the advert these big posters that you see in the city adver- advertising the film they're a bit ugly uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, you, you see the the titles uh, the font of the titles the, they seem to be advertising a video game uh, uh-huh uh, I, I, I think they could have spent a bit maybe they spent too too much money on um, I don't know on other things but they didn't spend much money on this <laughs> On the There's an analogy of the here somewhere about books and covers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they wanted to be true to the cover of the book, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the best cover. Anyway, uh, what have you been watching, uh, Mark? Um, I went to see Pirates and Adventure with Scientists <laughs> because
3: I, I seem to go and see your children's film at least once a month.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's
3: such a good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a conscious idea. It's just something that seems to happen. <laughs>
0: um, people was just like inviting me to children's films, which is a bit strange. Uh, but so yeah, is, it was. Is that the film that is made by the guys who made um, Wallace and Gromit? It is. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't quite as good as Wallace and Gromit
3: but it did have its moments. I think it, because it was based on a series of children's books, it took yeah. more of its cues from that than what the creators would normally put into a Wallace and Gromish film. Uh, it's probably a bit silly to overanalyze this, but there was lots of uh, lots of very good, very British humour, so plenty to enjoy, but not quite as good as Wallace and Gromish.
4: We laugh in the face of danger.
1: I don't really like danger at all.
4: Let's go plundering! Join the crew. Rock the boat. Sorry. And kick some booty.
0: Gee, doesn't look so dangerous.
4: Uh. On the greatest pirate adventure to ever set sail. There's this dirty sea monster in the way. I
0: think they just add those on for decoration. The Pirates and of Misfits. See, I, I told, told you. you. So would you recommend it to the, to our listeners? I'd,
3: I'd say definitely rent it when it comes out. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and whether, whether or not it's worth everyone <laughs> tripping off to the cinema, I don't know. I, there was only eight of us when I went to see it
0: in the entire screen, so uh, possibly everyone a, else had the same idea. There is a substantial difference in price. If you pay for, uh, to see it in the theatre, how, how much would it be uh, How much will it be to watch the film in the theatre? Uh, well, here it's about 5 or £6. Pounds. I'm, I'm a Aww. student, so that's I guess no, I get yeah. a slight well, That's <laughs> not why I, <paid>. I, <laughs> I paid I paid almost £9 for the ticket. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, and, and I guess if you rent it, uh, that would be much cheaper. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. Reckon, uh, for, half, for an hour and a half
3: film, I think you would probably best off renting it. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, that kind of humour, though, I think is good to start with it early. Because f- my first um, Wallace and Gromit film, I think I watched when I was 19 or 20.
0: Really, wow. or even
2: older than that. So, um, I mean, obviously, it was a great ages discovery. ago. Ages ago, it was. It was a discovery, just, just And it was. I was obviously very disappointed that I, you know, hadn't had a chance to to see it when I was when I was younger, because I think I would have enjoyed it as well. But you know, for different reasons, like when you used to go to um, films for children that were made um, for children, but there was also humor for adults there. You know,
3: because I, I, I think Pixar is a very big element to that. All their films have always had a, a rather large second level for the adults in the
0: audience. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I yeah. they've trailblazed that in films, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hold on, hold on. There, you, you're saying when 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 I was younger, or when I was young, uh, uh, I think we're still young, but uh, we we're just, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just uh, young adults. That's it. Uh, that's a good link. We might have to say that a link. Good, That's <laughs> a good link. Uh, is there any other film that you want to talk about, Mark? Uh, no, not really. Right, okay, <laughs> I think that's, okay. That's pretty much it. I have I have a, a couple of titles. Uh, one of them is uh, we have a Pope, uh, which is a film directed by Nanni Moretti. It's an Italian film, and it has an ori- original title in Latin: uh, "Abemus Papam," which is the, what the senior card cardinal deacon announces where. Um, announces after the election of, an, of a new pope. Uh-huh. He comes out of the balcony and he says, uh, uh, Abemus Papam, we have a pope. And in uh-huh. this film we see the process of selecting uh, the selecting a new pope and the mm-hmm. anxieties related to the election of the, of the role of the world leader of the Catholic Church. So uh, a new pope is elected, and during the announcement of a new pope, uh, with those uh, Latin words uh, the newly elected pope has a panic attack, and he's unable to to face the public. He recluses himself and uh, he refuses to make any any public appearances. And uh, the Vatican soon uh, calls the the best uh, psychoanalyst in in town. Uh, we're back to psychoanalysis here again <laughs> uh, to to treat him to treat the the, the pope. Uh, the, uh, and the, the psychoanalyst is played by Nani Moretti himself, the director of the thing, who is uh, who is known for directing uh, humorous and eccentric films. Although he 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 won the Palm door in Cannes for a very dramatic film called The Son's Room. So the, this film has a lot of humor in it. So you could say it is a comedy, but it's it's a serious comedy because uh, Nani Moretti takes comedy very seriously. Your brothers and sister. sisters, I thought it was an an excellent film, very <laughs> very elegant, very thoughtful, and, and and there is excellent filmmaking. I think Moretti really knows he knows his craft and uh, every scene is uh, very very well choreographed and photographed and, uh, and the actors are meticulously chosen they all look like they look like actual cardinals you know and it, 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 you, you kind of get, you cannot en- you cannot enter the that, that, that universe the 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 world of the of the of the Vatican in fact, at the beginning of the film, you think that you are watching a documentary and then, and then you realise, oh, hold on, this is a fiction film. So, it's a, a, yes, it's a, it's a very funny film and also very daring, very brave for an Italian filmmaker to make a film about, about the Vatican. Uh, there's always going to be controversy involved there. So, uh, I thought it was a pleasure to, to watch. Uh, I would recommend it. Uh, another film that I want to talk about, uh, it's called uh, Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead... And it's a, it's a film about <laughs> uh, it, it is it is more cheerful than you might think by uh, by hearing the title. It's a film about um, an Australian guy. His name is Joe Cross. Uh, he's on his forties. Uh, he's a uh, hundred pounds overweight. He's suffering from a. Uh, from a disease, an autoimmune disease, and uh, he's taking many pills to fight his illness. Uh, he has tried everything, and uh, nothing seems to, to, to help. So one day he decides to make a radical change on his diet and, uh, and see what happens. He decides to, uh, to, to make a film about it. So he, 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 he decides to cross America by car. So it's, it's going to be like a road, uh, how do you call it, a road movie. Uh, he's gonna cross America by car with his juicer, committing to only drink fresh fruit and vegetable for uh, for a vegetable juice for a si- 60 days. So it's basically a juice diet for 60 days. So he travels 3,000 miles with the only goal of a, of a getting off his his pills and uh, achieving a more uh, balanced lifestyle. He. He's going to talk to a lot of Americans about food and health and longevity because some of them, they don't have many years left, to be honest. But it's much more optimistic than that.
4: Normally I'd eat two of those. Not two slices, two old pieces. i better get out of here. I'm certainly no pitcher of health. I look like I've swallowed a sheep. All right, Joe, come on over and step on the scale over here. Fat. Here it is here. Look, I mean, it's, it's, it's sitting here. Sick. I've got a thing called chronic urticaria. I've been taking pills night and day. Looking at these bottles here, it doesn't look good, does it? And nearly dead. I might have already had a heart attack and died. G'day. My name's Joe Cross. I'm the sort of bloke who likes to tackle my demons head on. Are well, you are from Australia? I am from Australia. You got the Russell Crowe thing happening. The accent? Yeah, the accent. Of yeah, I'm not as good an actor as him. I hear you. I came to America to save myself. I'm on a juice fast. Don't worry. All I'm going to do is drink juice, green juice, for 60 days.
0: That's crazy. Uh, So basically, it's a documentary about nutrition and uh, health. Uh, It might uh, remind you of a film um, that came out uh, some years ago, Super Size Me. Uh, And I think that even though this film is uh, not as popular as, uh, as, this, uh, as Super Size Me by uh, Morgan Spurlocks, I think it's probably better, and, uh, and I will tell you why. supersize Me uh, focuses mostly on the bad effects of uh, junk food, uh, or the, the the effect that uh, uh, fast food of, or junk food has on our bodies and health. While uh, this film, Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, focuses on the... On the extraordinary effects that fre- fresh fruit and um, vegetable can have on our bodies and uh, on our mind as well. So it's a, it's a very gentle, very positive and uh, optimistic approach to the subject of uh, food and health. And uh, it's never pretty or judgmental. So I, li- I like the attitude in, in the film. I did find it quite sad at times, particularly when uh, when uh, this guy, Joe, meets an, uh, an American truck driver and uh, that wasn't planned in the, in the film uh, that just c- kind of happened spontaneously this, this guy is, is uh, extremely obese uh, he, can barely, he can barely walk and uh, obesity is making his life very difficult and miserable so he really needs uh, to change his diet uh, or he, he has to do it soon or bad stuff will happen and the encounter that this uh, American guy has with Joe is uh, eye-opening. He he la- later on in the film he he phones him uh, on a desperate call for uh, for help and uh, promises uh, Joe to commit to a radical change on his lifestyle, which will uh, actually change his life for- forever. Uh, it, it, so, this is kind of a side story in the film that becomes the heart of the, the film. And I, uh, it almost brought me to tears, actually. It's a very, very emotional part of the film.
4: Today, I just weighed myself, and I'm down six bowling balls, ladies and gentlemen. And it's nothing short of a miracle. My medication. We would definitely be able
1: to lower it, if not get rid
4: of it completely. Yeah. He has inspired so many people. Something I've always wanted to do is to help people. It's the best feeling ever. Reboot your life. A pelvis, hip bone, like here. I was like, I haven't felt that for 10 years. Fat, sick, and nearly dead.
0: Uh, so it, it's a wonderful film. Very, very, very inspiring. It has, uh, in fact, <laughs> inspired me to do something uh, I have never done before in my life. Fasting <laughs> Now I, oh. <laughs> I, I know it sounds crazy well, we we are an Easter uh, you know after all uh, I 'm not a religious person it has nothing to do with uh, with uh, Easter, uh, but I just go inspired by the film and it 's something I always wanted to do, but it 's not, it's not as crazy as it sounds i uh, 'm um, not fat <laughs> i mean in, I, I'm in fact kind of thin. Uh, I have always been very careful with uh, eating choices and uh, I think I am quite healthy generally. Maybe not all the time, but at least from Monday to Friday. <laughs> so I, I have never done fasting before, but I'm going to try to do seven days of uh, juice fasting or what um, this guy Joe Cross calls system reboot. So actually it will be more a, a smoothie diet because uh, uh, I, I don't have a juicer. I have a, I have a blender and uh, I didn't want to 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 buy a juice. It costs like a hundred pounds, and it might not last two days.
3: But I, I think I, should, uh, I think you should watch super size me and see how long the
0: fast lasts. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just made me hungry. It's, it's gonna be mini size me or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm gonna commit to restrict my diet for seven days to only fruit and vegetable smoothies and, and water. I will have uh, no supplements, no coffee, no alcohol, no salt, and no no sugar. So it's kind of a challenge and an experiment. I, it's, uh, I just want to push my boundaries and see if uh, I can uh, overcome uh, my dependency on, on food uh, and uh, also check the effects. See what happens. Uh, so I'm going to be fasting from the actually from the 16th to the 22nd of April uh, next week. I will keep you guys updated. If you don't hear from me, I might be dead or nearly dead. <laughs> <laughs> nearly dead. Uh, so, don't, uh, don't make yourself ill, will you? No, no, I, w- I won't go to uh, to extreme. But uh, yeah, I, I might actually put a few updates on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll see if I can make it. it's Just seven days.
3: Yeah, got, right, this is what you do. You do a blog and you call it the Hunger Game. <laughs> <laughs> that that has to be what <laughs> you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's gonna It's be topical. It. Yes, yeah, everyone's talking about hunger. Now it is time to talk about tricycle. Uh, go to our tricycle website at tricycle.co.uk and check out Susanna Martin's review of the Hunger Games. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and Mark Grenger's glorious TV column uh, coming soon. Is it? It will be,
3: it'll, it'll, it'll be online by the time this goes out.
0: Right, okay, okay. It's, it's, been, it's been a long wait.
3: At the moment, it's on my computer still, um, along with right. all the essays I have to do still. So, yes, it will be there.
0: Looking forward to that. And, and also, our podcast extra, which is a, a new uh, ec- exclusive feature for, for the website. Check out uh, our back catalogue of magazines. You can read all issues of uh, Tricycle Magazine on our website for free. And if you like our podcast, uh, you can subscribe for free on iTunes and every new episode uh, will be automatically downloaded to your PC, iPhone or Android. You can also go to the themoviewave.podbean.com to get access to our episode, episode archive. If you agree or disagree with what we say... Uh, you can share your thoughts on our Facebook page, uh, please no angry <laughs> emails at uh, facebook.com slash the Wave, uh, where you will get notified about new reviews and you will also get regular updates on all the movie action. There is something for everyone. Now let's have a wee break and we'll be back talking about black comedy young adult. listening to our show but you want more what about an audiobook like our podcast an audiobook can be listened on the go on the way to work on the bus at the gym in your bed for you the listeners of the movie wave Audible is offering a free audiobook download with now an extended trial they give you 30 days to try their service If you like it, you can stay in. Uh, If you don't, uh, you can cancel it anytime and keep your free audiobook. For those of you who are young adults, uh, why not listen to The Hunger Games? Maybe you've seen the movie already. Uh, Why not enhance the experience and listen to the audiobook? It's easy. You you don't even have to read it. Someone uh, will read it for you. You can just relax and listen to the narration. The Hunger Games is a young adult uh, novel written by American television writer and novelist uh, Suzanne Collins. It is uh, written in the voice of uh, 16-year-old Katniss Everdeen, who lives in a post-apocalyptic world in the country of Panem, where the countries of North America once existed. The capital, a highly advanced metropolis, holds uh, dominion over the rest of the nation. The Hunger Games are an annual event in which uh, one boy and one girl aged uh, 12 to 18 from each of the 12 districts surrounding the capital are selected by lottery to compete in a televised battle in which only one person can survive.
4: When I wake up, the other side of the bed is cold. My fingers stretch out, seeking Prim's warmth, but finding only the rough canvas cover of the mattress she must have had bad dreams and climbed in with our mother of course she did this is the day of the reaping
0: you can get the hunger games or any other audiobook of your choice free by trying audible.com to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com/themoviewave again that's audibletrial.com/themoviewave for your free audiobook
2: you are listening to the movie wave
0: We are back, and it's time to talk about a uh, Young Adult, uh, directed by Ye- Jason Reitman and written by Diablo Cody. Uh, it is actually their second collaboration after the success of Juno. Uh, we have uh, Charlize Theron, if I pronounce it correctly, <laughs> playing a very unstable fiction writer who, after her divorce, uh, goes back to her hometown with the crazy idea of getting back her ex-boyfriend, who is now happily married and uh, has a newborn daughter.
2: Welcome to
4: Hampton Inn. Do you have a reservation? No. Is that a dog in your bag? (laughs) No.
1: We actually allow small pets with a cleaning deposit. Good, because I have a small dog in my vehicle. (laughs) What
4: are you doing back in Mercury? Or
1: you move back or...? Of course not. Gross. Um, here's the deal. Buddy Slade and I are meant to be together. And I'm here to get him back.
4: I'm, I'm pretty sure he's married with a kid on the way. No, Ken's here. I'm cool with it. I mean, I've got baggage too. I would keep all of this to yourself. I would, I would find
0: a therapist. <clears throat> now, uh, what do you guys think of young adults?
3: I'm to go first as always. No, oh, no. What a
0: gentleman.
2: I always go to no. I always go first. That's it. You go yes. first. This okay. Time. <laughs> this
0: time, this time you should go first, Mark. <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Um, <laughs> I, um, I thought possibly labeling it black comedy is misleading because uh, I don't think it either set out to be particularly funny or was, but I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a very a very good portrayal of somebody whose life's slipping out of control who does one stupid thing which snowballs but I thought it kept it very realistic it was on a very real level um, I thought Charlie's Throne was excellent and there was a lot of repetition throughout the film like scenes just repeating themselves so she would go out and get drunk and she'd wake up with her clothes on and that scene would repeat itself yeah. time and again throughout the film As I really enjoy stuff like that I thought it was a very well put together film not a comedy though I think it does it a disservice to try and label it a comedy but again people will be expecting a new judo so that's possibly why they did that
0: Alright um, Do you agree Susanna or disagree?
2: I oh, I kind of disagree
0: <laughs> You found um, it funny?
2: No, I totally right. didn't. Um, I I agree that it shouldn't have been called black comedy because I mean it was not really that funny. Right. Um, I think I mean right. I I do agree that Charlize Ch- Ch- Theron was really good. I thought she really took that role and worked with what she had, and, and I thought she she was really 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 good. She really made that um, a person real. But I just this story was just totally unbelievable to me. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't I, I thought there were many holes in the plot that I totally didn't buy, like her ex boyfriend for example. Um, in one moment spoiler spoiler right he's more than willing to to kiss her, and then another moment he uh he is repulsed by the idea of cheating on his wife. And then again, he doesn't have anything uh, against going into a, a room alone with her somewhere where he knows he, what she might be up to. It just t- didn't really make much sense unless I missed something.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> coherent with what uh, what the resolution of the film is.
2: It, it wasn't. Um. Um. So I don't. Um. I thought that basically what I thought the actors did the, their best, and I thought you know they were they were all of them were quite good um, just story I didn't really buy I thought Juno was so much better you know I was expecting something really really good because I I really like Juno yeah and yeah. and I was I was kind of disappointed with this one
0: yeah uh, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you guys <laughs> at last <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I yes I agree uh, I, I, they shouldn't call it a black comedy it's um, it may, that's what they were going for maybe but it, it, it isn't that funny uh, yes there is a lot of repetition as Mark said uh, it's incoherent at times uh, uh, the, as you said there is this moment where it seems to be like the ex-boyfriend seems to be feeling something for her Then, then the resolution we see what he was I was actually going on in in, in his mind uh, in the spoil too much here um, there is also a lack of subtlety I think uh, because you know she, she's a she's a, a she, she's an, a writer of a young adult uh, novels, so she, it's, it's very obvious this is actually a young adult her, herself mm-hmm. uh, so we it, but this the film is kind of um, Reminding us constantly, uh, and, uh, you know, we get it. she's a young adult, mm. uh, but it's—I uh, think—very much it's a, it's a film about uh, loneliness. So there's a certain sadness there. They—they they didn't inject uh, too much. Uh, uh, there there is—they didn't inject too much humor in it. But the—the mm-hmm. the way the film starts, you know, she's at home, she's kind of alone, and you can even hear the sound of the wind. And then she's printing this picture of uh, his ex-boyfriend's uh, newborn baby, so the the print is incomplete. So there isn't enough ink in the printer, which probably says a lot about the the main character, the main character and the the state in which uh, she is in her life. And then mm-hmm. the, then you see her uh, playing cassettes. So she, she doesn't play CDs. She's playing music she used to listen to when when she was a teenager. So she's uh, she is kind of stuck in the past there. And she plays the same song over and over again, uh, particularly the that, that, uh, this, this, this song that reminds her of her ex-boyfriend. So we soon discover that she's a young adult writer. It's a kind of a category. She, she writes novels for young adults. Uh, I guess people in her... Early twenties or, or, or something, so she's pretty good at writing this novel because she she thinks like a teenager herself. Although although there are times, sorry, I think, you, sorry, you I see think young. Sorry,
2: sorry, I think young adult books are mostly aimed at teenagers.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's about it's about
0: sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. If I remember yeah, my bookshop days, right. <laughs> that that that, yeah, that, that makes like, more uh, sense because I was thinking young adult and something in the early twenties, but. The look she the no. was going like for.
2: Along the lines of Twilight and what. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Hunger <laughs> Games, in fact.
2: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Which explains uh, pretty much uh, her, her, her behavior as well. She's behaving like a teenager herself. She thinks like a teenager herself.
2: Yeah. Well, Honestly, she was... You, I mean, you're right that she was obviously, you know, a sad, depressed person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and and obviously films like that have so much potential if you... Um, have somebody who's really depressed, and then they do something with that depression, or it make it, something comes out of it. So, well, I usually have films in my head into two kind of main categories, which is either they're there to amuse me or excite me, mm-hmm. or they're there to 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 leave me with some sort of a deeper idea, you know, yeah. deeper thought. Yeah, and I didn't get either of those. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. That, this I'm film. not sure
0: that I'm. Uh, I'm not sure if there are many, uh, many layers in this in this uh, in this film. But there are there is there is I, I don't know exactly what they are trying to say with this film. I, I don't think they're trying to say much. It's just uh, uh, they trying to say grow up. <laughs> to who? <laughs> it's just a character know. who didn't grow up, but it it it, See, it, I'm, I'm it not didn't sure say much to me.
3: I'm not sure I agree with this cause I, I think it was more of a. A bit more realistic, though. I think if you think that cinema should make it have the like, believe anywhere, she re- she has this big realization. I think it's more true to life that she had a, like a, a wobbly sort of breakdown, went back to her hometown to try and recapture something that wasn't there, all whilst in the midst, midst of alcoholism, and then just kind of drifted away from it, when she saw that it wasn't going to happen. I thought that was a bit more true to real life as opposed to cinema. I don't think it. Was, I don't think it was meant to be. I don't think it was meant to have a huge, big message behind it, but I think it was maybe more just a study of this one person. Mm-hmm. And maybe you really didn't...
2: think you really think anybody would behave like that? I mean, I can understand. Yes. <laughs> really?
3: Yeah. <Okay. laughs> to to an extent, obviously, obviously, it's exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. but it's exaggerated. Com- it's, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the conversations you had with the, the other guy from school, who keeps meeting up with the guy who's been partially crippled.
4: What? Mavis Gary? I've, I think we went to high school together
1: the same time?
4: Yeah, I'm Matt Freehoff. My locker was actually next to yours all through high school.
1: Matt Freehoff, yeah. Yeah, your your locker was right there. Right next to mine.
3: I just those yeah. covers I thought ran a bit more true. Um obviously going over the top at various social functions fine, but I think this was overall dealing with somebody who has severe depression and alcoholism. Maybe that wasn't highlighted enough throughout the film. But again, it was more of a journey for her to, to see because she is stuck in that sort of teenage life.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. if you
2: make uh, a film it, it, like that, then... Wrong.
0: Because teenagers, you know, they, they, they drink a lot and they have a, <laughs> a very bad diet. I, co- yeah,
2: I mean, if you make a film illness. about... A- real person like you said that you know this was a real person who was an alcoholic and just wanted to relive her you know glory days then shouldn't it be a bit less predictable i thought i mean i thought it was really predictable especially the last scene at the at the baby naming ceremony i mean you knew the film was going into some sort of a weird you know culminate
0: didn't that remind you didn't that remind you of uh, meet the parents
2: it reminded me of bride, Bridesmaids, right? Right, huh? yeah, okay. Do you remember the main character? She had some sort of a meltdown as well uh, at yeah, a, at yeah. Party. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're going for, yeah.
2: A, a, a lot of those films, it, it, I, don't, I don't know why, there's a lot of films that always have a party and then somebody has a meltdown.
0: <laughs> they, 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 they have to be a meltdown and public embarrassment.
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's kind of a,
0: the, the, the moment of humiliation,
2: Oh, it really is. It's not, awesome.
3: just, it's not just showing how different she is from the people she's left behind. Because I'd, I'd say that's a fairly universal theme. I mean, there's people I used to knock around with who have absolutely nothing in common with now, and vice versa. I think you do tend to leave some people behind if it can't be fixed. Is that thing, think you can never go home? And oh, that, yeah, that's absolutely. Kind of what they said.
2: I'm not sure if, I mean, if it's showing how different she is. If by different you mean what a, a, a bitch she was. Because I mean, everybody can be a nasty person, but it, the, the way she was behaving is like she was this nasty, miserable person, and everybody else was nice. That's that's not how it is. It's just she was
3: left behind. From conversations afterwards, I kind of just got the impression that she was looking, she was thinking the grass is green on the other side type of idea. Yeah. Uh, so she was trying to think that everything would be fine if she went home. And it wasn't. It's her life it was what her life was, and there was no easy fixes for it.
2: Yeah, so. that that last conversation—that was the only part of the film that kind of surprised me, because I was expect—I would expect a different outcome mm. of that conversation. This conversation, I would expect it to go a, in a different direction. Yeah, and that actually surprised me.
0: I think I think it's the best scene in the film, actually, mm. when she's having that conversation. She's kind of. Um, I don't know if I should reveal too much about what it the, is the, the said in the <laughs> conversation, but it, it's kind of a, something that makes you think: uh, is she gonna change at all, or uh, maybe not? We don't. It's not very clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, and a bit ambiguous in, in, in that way. But you, you were saying this is a very nasty character. I think. I think she's. She's not only. Uh, mean or uh, nasty to to others, I think she's very nasty to herself as well because. Mm, absolutely. See, not 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 just because of the drinking and the diet, but if you see her many times. And the
2: self harm.
0: She's uh, pulling her hair.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's self harming as well. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But so what what do you guys think of Charlie Steron? Uh, do, you, do you like the performance? I I hear you, Mark, saying that you you were happy with her.
3: Hi, I thought it was, I thought it was great for um yeah. for an actress who my first recollection of was she was like the glamour model in the Italian Job remake. Um, I think she's done very well to make to become a more serious actress with the roles she takes. And yeah, I thought she did, so I thought she was excellent on the sort of unhinged level. It reminds us quite a lot of um of the TV shots on the moment Homeland. Claire Danes is doing a very good turn as um, somebody who's beautiful but also has serious mental problems. Uh, it writer is quite a bit of that. Although when she was writing the, the young adult books, it did sound quite a lot like Samantha Brick's um, articles in the Daily Mail from last week and the week before.
0: How do you, how do you pronounce her name? Whose? Charlie Theron's name. Yeah, Charlie's the one. It's
3: right, okay, okay. <laughs> is
0: it, it alright? <laughs> I just wanted to hear it again. Yeah. Uh, where, 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 where is she is exactly from? Is she is actually South African? I think I heard that somewhere.
2: I think she was a South African, isn't she?
0: Uh, right, okay. okay yeah, uh, she... Yes, Wikipedia
2: says yes. <laughs> 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 Computer says well, it yes. Says it, must be
3: true. The source of all knowledge, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: They must be really popular. Actually, we just got a lot of surplus stock we're trying to
0: clear out. They were big a couple of years ago, but the computer says do not shell, so. Hey, are you are you writing in there?
1: I'm the author. I'm just signing it. You're Jane McMurray? No. Jane McMurray just created the series. I wrote the book. May the Scary Crane. See? do you know jane mcmurray yes i know her really well i wrote the book okay do you want to sign copy for your store no that's fine i can sign as many as you want it adds value to your stock yeah but once merchandise is signed we can't send it back to the publisher why would you be sending it back to the publisher we're probably not going to sell them the series is done
0: You can't write in a b- ever, book man. Right. Uh, Susan out. what do you think of Charlie's film? You know?
2: I thought she did a great job.
0: Yeah.
2: I really did. I was very impressed. I mean, you know, obviously I wasn't that super impressed with the script sometimes. Yeah. But I thought she really did a good job. She, I I thought she really... The, the way she played it physically, like, you know, in a physical way, like just her her facial expressions
0: and, and it was I thought I thought it was a very good very yeah, I, I agree I think she's the, the best thing in the film and uh, she does a good job playing a a very unlikable character o- on a leading role actually which is very very unusual Absolutely And she's, she's a very beautiful actress but in, in this film you, you kind of notice her makeup I think I think it's on purpose but it's a very obvious makeup and I think it's uh, kind of to make her look uh, very juvenile you know, like mm-hmm. teenagers, like they overdo the makeup a lot. Yes. When,
3: when, she, when she goes to the the, um, the naming ceremony, it was very much like the little girl who put her mother's clothes on, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. you know, she, she, was, she was pretending to be an adult when she wasn't. Everyone else was just yeah. wearing the normal clothes, and she put on the finest. It was the obvious attempt to make herself look like an adult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you, you can you can also see the teenagers' mindset or the. The, this, uh immature thinking, uh, and um, so it's kind of hair against the world. You know, like when you are a teenager, it's you against the world. But yeah. I think I think I think the weakest the weakest thing in the in the film, and I I, I, I agree with you, Susana, uh, the, is the the writing. Diablo Cody, I think you pronounce it, Di- Diablo, maybe. Uh, Diablo, Diablo Cody she's the skin, screenwriter who, who came to fame with Juno and I think it's the one who fails because the, the, writer, the writing doesn't really work I think it needs a little bit more of sharpness uh, I think that's why uh, uh, Jason Redman who is the, by the way is the, uh, Ivan Redman's son the director of Ghostbusters <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, much better when he directs his, uh, his own scripts uh, like in um, Up in the Air I really I really like that film with George Clooney but then Juno was fine but uh, it, it didn't work for me in that, and this collaboration didn't work for me in this film but I, I think yeah Charlie Sterone is the, the, the thing that saves it mm, absolutely it's a very good performance alright guys final words uh, would you recommend this film
3: I would, yeah definitely I think it was a very good little um, focused little drama personally Um, maybe didn't make things um, as specific or clear cut regarding character traits but I think it's well worth the hour and a half that it's on for and it's got uh, some great performances not least by Charlie Theron so yes, I'd say go and see it Right, you Susanna
0: would you recommend it?
2: I would not. Oh, would not. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um I mean the thing is though most reviews uh, that I've seen of this film are positive. So I'm assuming most people would like it. Uh but personally I didn't. That's I mean I obviously if if you're a fan of Charlie Shirley, Charlie's on her y you know then you probably should see it because she really did a great job there but I uh, I it wasn't I
0: no, I didn't really like that. Tom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not too sure if if we would recommend it. I think uh, as a film, it, 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 there isn't much depth in, in, into it. Or there there are obviously some uh, obvious themes. In it. The immaturity is the, the the main one, and um, how the the main character she does not appreciate what, what she has. She she wants what what she cannot have. The the ex-boyfriend who's now married and with a baby. And uh, she's not afraid of destroying uh, a family in order to get what she wants. Uh, so, um, I- ironically, this film, which uh, kind of makes fun of immaturity, is uh, kind of immature itself. I, I wish Stephen was more mature, more more intelligent and uh, and funnier. Uh, but it's just still it's still a, a kind of. A, an odd and interesting from uh, Maybe not uh, mind-blogging, but, uh, you know, as a failure, it, it could be interesting. Uh, at least, as Susanna said, just to to watch um, Charlie Steron's performance. So I think we... You know ca- what I'd like yes. to see? Oh, sorry. sorry. I,
2: oh, you know what I'd like to see? I would like to see the, the deleted scenes.
0: Right. Okay. That, that might be on the DVD.
2: Yeah, and see... Yeah you know, maybe that would change my mind I don't know uh, but that, that's
0: all I have to say so. the, the, maybe there, there was a mind blogging uh, director's cat uh, maybe and uh, we might only see it on the DVD
2: With the extra nine seconds of footage that changes everything
0: changes everything <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> I, I, th- I think we can wrap up uh, that was it for uh, episode 19 of the movie wave uh, thank you guys for joining the show for more, uh, for more film reviews uh, go to tricycle.co.uk and read uh, Susanna's reviews and uh, Mark Granger's uh, fantastic TV column as well uh, you can read all the issues of Tricycle Magazine for free on, uh, on your PC laptop Android iPhone or, or iPad Tricycle Magazine is not responsible for the content of this program and all opinions and views expressed on the show are solely of the individuals. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be surfing the wave soon.
2: The is a production of Calvinet Entertainment for Tricycle Magazine. Find out more at tricycle.co.uk. That's T R I S I C K L E.co.uk.
1: that book for your niece. Oh, yeah. Thanks for remembering. I, uh, I'll, s- I'll send it to her. There's a character in that one that's based on you. What? In the book. I mean, I named him Ashby, but it's so blatantly you. <laughs> when you read, it'll it be obvious. Hope he's cool. We're not even supposed to do that. We're supposed to stick to this character Bible.
2: Hey. Nice to see hey, you babe. again.
1: You yeah. too. Oh. <laughs> oh. There it is. Adorable. Thank you.